what's up what's up welcome ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of no gray areas I did that in my sexy voice, but I feel like it sounded very gay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So basically, uh, today is the first episode that we're recording back after our trip from Los Angeles. Um, if you are listening in and uh, you want to see how it went, you can catch us on at NGA Podcast on Instagram, at NGA Podcast on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You guessed it at NGA Podcast. That's it, man. I'm going to do another little competition. Obviously, we did the Easter eggs one. I feel like we should do a little comp. So, like, have uh, you share our... You basically share a link to one of our videos. I'll just take a... I'll, I'll make a list of everyone that shares a link. And then we'll, we'll pick a winner and, and give yeah. them something. It needs to be something scandalous, though. I feel, uh, like, I feel like I should give away, like, a pair of my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know if the fan base is that big yet. Maybe something else. Maybe something else. Actually, actually. But yeah, so uh, the gist of today, actually, we, if if you're an Avengers fan and you still don't watch the movie, eat a bowl of dicks, you're not an Avengers fan because you'd have watched the movie by now. It's been out for weeks. But the first, uh, just a little heads up, guys, because I've been trying to get professional up in here. Um, if, you, if you don't want any spoilers, skip forward to like uh, 19 minutes in. Because the first 19, 20 minutes, we're basically talking about Avengers and Game of Thrones. So if you haven't watched either of them, you need to uh, you need to skip forward to there. And then uh, we go from 20 minutes in, we start talking about our trip to California. Which again, obviously, check out the videos and stuff. Yeah. Especially our the little clip of me and Nick going, Eastside fool! <laughs> kind of turn the guns up. Um, yeah, and then after just over an hour, we go into... Uh, Theresa May, a Brexit, and then uh, and then hour fifteen we talk about Huawei, and then I was gonna just what was the last thing we wrapped up on hour twenty four? Can't even uh, remember what we talked about, man. I didn't write it. UFC. That was it. Hour twenty five. We went in on a little, just little bit of the UFC, like yeah. nothing too, nothing too serious. And Taekwondo World Championship. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. kind of finished off with some fighting stuff. Um. So yeah. Obviously, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode, and if you do, please, please. When you see the the stuff on Insta, double tap, give double a little, tap. give a little like, Show a little love, give a little love, heart man. Yeah, we need some love sometimes. We do, we do. You know, it's it's it's, it's very hard important. out here, hard out here for our pimp. So yeah, with uh, with that being said, sit back, relax, chill out, and enjoy. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we are we are back. We're back and better than ever. Back and refreshed from Cali. That's it. And I'm back at, at trolling Denny. <laughs> um, it don't stop. It but, don't stop. But I saw from... Sorry, I, do you know, I only know his Instagram handle, but we give him a shout out. Who's your friend you're at the gym with? Money, love and loyalty. Yeah, what, Shout out, Simeon. Okay. Yeah, he, he tagged you up. I was... Do you know what? It brought a big smile to my face, man. It was like watching my son win... The, the fucking 100 meter dash at school I was like yes Danny get in there work those obliques I'm, I'm traded undercover don't worry next time you see me I'm going to be looking like them in the Good, statue shredded. of David you know, it's funny though something like, when you saw that guy just a minute ago he's like no oh, Danny it was, it was a little bit dark <laughs> then he had his baseball cap on back to front you know and he'd just done a session in the gym today he looked 10 years younger my man was <laughs> no like no glasses you, either you're not Danny who the fuck are you <laughs> you're like no I am Danny bruv let me in 
No, it was cool. It was cool. Two point But yeah, uh, do you know what? we'll 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 get into the the trip a little bit. But first of all, Denny, I was real mad at you this week. Okay, why? I'll tell you why. I've been I've been trying desperately to stay off all kinds of social media for the last couple of weeks. Okay. Right. I've been making extra efforts. Okay. Right. I see certain things. I fucking close my phone, like <laughs> like it's gonna give me AIDS if I keep it open. <laughs> Right, I throw it away, and then on Wednesday, after a long day at work, I I sped my ass through London, jumped on the M25, bombed it, bombed it, bombed it, bombed it, got to Winnish for the eight o'clock showing of Endgame. Oh yeah, okay. Right, and I sat my ass down for three hours, and just was I was just disappointed, bro. So so we're gonna we're gonna. You don't like Marvel? Why? No, it's not that, bro. It's not that I don't like Marvel. You clearly don't like Marvel. I liked Infinity Wars, right? right? I personally think Infinity Wars was better than Endgame. A lot of people have said that, but each of their own. But right. Let me let me tell you okay, my issue. Let me tell you my issue. Right. Number one, okay. Obviously, in fact, let me just let me just make a, a, a mental note. It's only like two two and a half minutes in, right? So, number one is that the storyline was somewhat predictable, okay? After like as soon as they were saying about the um uh like they they could go back in time whatever i was like right they're gonna try and go back in time it's gonna get fucked up thanos is gonna end up in in their present time that much i saw that straight away like i don't know who didn't see that unless someone went in there smoking crack beforehand that that was like a dunce thing anyone could have picked up on number two right was the the lack of okay let me let me let me break this down right okay Ragnarok right not by far the best not not nowhere near the best Avengers film but the best in terms of comedy right there were so many jokes moments in Ragnarok it was good for that right okay right okay look at the comedy more in, so than Guardians game. yeah okay I felt like you could you could argue it mm-hmm. I could see the argument mm-hmm. for Guardians okay. but. But Ragnarok was jokes like that. The rock dude and stuff, his humor that he was good. Hey, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and even like even just him going, yeah, we're work colleagues, whatever. Right? There's, there were so yeah. many jokes moments. Okay. Obviously, like, so so so, so for that, cool. For like uh, storyline, there's better. Of, I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and waste time like trying to think of the, like for each individual aspect. There are better Avengers films. And I understand they had a lot of stuff they needed to squeeze into three hours. Right. But it, it did just feel like... So, like, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, I'm not going to, like, spoiler that one too much. But it just seemed like they needed to tie off the, the series in a neat boast. They were just like, okay, here's this, here's this, this one's dead, this one's dead, this one's dead. Right, done. Okay, cool. And uh, and, and Thor's been defeated. Thor, not Thor, sorry. Thanos. Thanos, but isn't that what the whole premise was beforehand everyone knew that it was the last it was going to be the last one of, okay okay let me let me ask obviously you we knew thanos was going to go yeah but we knew we knew so but i knew how thanos was going to go 20 minutes into like half an hour into the film okay that's let me what pissed this, me off let me ask you this let me ask you this did you like the battle scenes that's what that's what saved it bruv because i ended up giving it overall six out of ten okay and if the battle scenes weren't there it would have got like a four or five Okay, so you like the battle scenes. You yes. didn't like the humour. I just... There wasn't enough of it. If you're going to have humour... And it wasn't good enough, either. Yeah, but it was It was more... 
like if you've seen other Avengers, it was the same kind of humor. It was like Tony start making the odd wisecrack. It but was... even those wisecracks were just a bit shitty. Like all the little remarks, uh, Ant Man calling him piss ant and stuff. Like I normally in the in the previous ones where Tony mm. makes those comments, those little snide remarks, mm. I'd have a little chuckle. But like, <laughs> well, yeah. half the world, on, has, half the world had died. Obviously, okay. his humor's affected. But you take that into consideration. Bro, his missus survived and he had a kid, <laughs> right? He he got the best deal. He had no reason to, to even I want think, to fight. I'm going to watch it again. But you know what it was for me? I'll tell you why I liked it. Yeah. Um, There were parts of it that I think were predictable. I did, um, you know, the whole part when they basically went back to the first Avengers film and it was basically two of everyone. Yeah. I've seen that done a million times, but I enjoyed it. Um. I just liked, for me, it was just satisfying. I got the, they, they, it was the action scenes. Like there were certain parts in there. Yeah. There were just key moments. Do you know what always gets me? I was me. like almost off my seat. The, all, everything in between was kind of a filler. I didn't, to tell the truth, I didn't care how they, um, this is what they, this is what they rely on. You don't give a shit. You just want to see six special effects. Hear the little joke. See the dudes beat the fuck out of each other watch the the action scenes and that's it they're just relying yeah on that. kind of like it's not i'm not watching something by scorsese i'm watching a bunch of superheroes yeah flying around destroying things hulk smashed yeah so i guess i'm not really expecting but anything to even be. then i'll tell you they fucked it up by doing what they did with hulk they ruined that movie for me i think that's one of the things i was offended i was like what the fuck are you doing what are you doing? Yeah, they Hulk should be Hulk, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, it's fine because once something serious goes down, mm. he'll just get a bit bigger. Yeah, right, and he'll be on it. And then obviously they take the piss where he's like, and they um, know they're not doing a Hulk film either. Yeah, I, that's one thing that annoyed me as well. Like he's the best Hulk out of all the Hulks that yeah, they've yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Why not make a film? I with think him? it's again licensing. I think it's to do with licensing. Yeah, because the last Hulk. I can't film remember wasn't... who's got Hulk. But still. Yeah, it's some weird. I'll just fucking thing. make it and put it on a shelf until you do get licensed. Yeah, yeah. Because let's fight Mark Ruffalo ain't getting younger. This is true. So is true. you need to do that. Like they should yeah. have done a Black Widow movie. Well, apparently they're going to, but now the the problem is it's gonna have to be a prequel. Yeah. And she ain't gonna look younger. And I ain't gonna lie, she looked like trash in this movie, man. Obviously, don't get me wrong, oh. she was in mourning and da 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 all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I get it. But one the one bad thing about Scarlett Johansson is her nose. And the one thing that did her no justice was the the amount of times they did close-ups where the camera was slightly lower than her, her nose. So oh, it was looking up attention. towards her. So you're just getting a whole camera full of nose. <laughs> and I was like, listen. See, to me, Scarlett's got that kind of classic um, Hollywood golden era kind of look. Yeah, yeah. like uh, right. Almost like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah. She's got that kind of kind of look to her. Yeah. Um, and she don't do nude scenes either. Like, I'm... Is I can't. She not? Nah, not I really. Could be right. Maybe she's done like right. one or two, but I ain't seen them. Okay. Eva Mendes done like I'll one to, back I'll in have the to day. Go through the archives. Eva Mendes was naked for about three seconds in okay. Training Day. Training Day, Training Day. Oh where, oh where has my little Jake oh, gone? Oh yeah, shit. Oh where, she was oh, where in can that? he be? You know I'm surgical with this bitch, Jake. <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, she was in that, and obviously in that scene, mm. obviously when Jake runs through the door, mm. she jumps, screams, hold up, hold up, herself hold up. up. People might be wondering why you're bringing up Eva Mendes. Okay, okay, let's bring it. Basically, then he said Scarlett Johansson is the hottest woman in Hollywood right now. And to be fair, I think he's probably right. 
Like the other arguments that people would bring in is like Natalie Portman or something, and she's not all that. Okay. No. Like, I know some people are like, oh yeah, she's so beautiful. Whatever, man, shut up. <laughs> right. But I was saying back in the day, like you go back ten years, you had even like if you go back fifteen years, like there was um, a lot, yeah. Yeah, like even like Denise Richards. Who, oh yeah, she was on top for a piece, weren't she? Yeah. Oh, what was that? People like she was in a Bond movie. Yes, yeah, she was, but she was also in another thing with. Um, Oh. She like Scream or something. Like that? No, 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 she was in a she was in a film with the girl from Scream, Wild Things. Yeah, yeah, Wild, Wild Things. Things. Yeah, yeah. That was a dirty film, Denny. What are you watching that stuff for, man? <laughs> That's I why I remember that. I one. didn't watch it. I just saw the trailer and went trash. I can't watch it. <laughs> it worked trash. Trust me. <laughs> so yeah, but um, but yeah, overall, like don't get me wrong, it was an alright Avengers film. Mm, yeah, it wasn't their best. It wasn't the worst. Do you know the 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 fight so scene? Do you feel do you feel expectations? One of it's the, the fourth film. Expectations get so high that it's almost hard to. Why should they not get higher? No, they should, but then it's hard to meet them. It's hard to satisfy. Like Infinity War was when I left the cinema, I was kind of like my mouth was open for about a good five minutes afterwards. I just looked at my mate who I went with, and we were just like, did they just do that? Obviously, you knew the hit people were going to come back somehow, some way. Whereas this, it was always going to conclude. So I feel like for an ending, it was always going to struggle to match Infinity War because Infinity War was able to end with a more shock factor. Whereas this, they had to tie it up. The win, the the the, the good guys had to win. Mm. But I, to tell the truth, in hindsight and listening to what some of the things you've said, I remember the battle scenes, and uh, yeah, that that even even that flipping headbutt, that um. Like even how he handled that bit when when Captain Marvel was more almost seemed more powerful for a split second. Yeah. So he had to use the ring and punch her, because I was actually thinking in that split second how what they're going to do now they've just made her too powerful. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I did think was trash. Scarlet Witch, they made her far too powerful. Um, she the one who does her fingers and the red kind of wispy power. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. They, they, they've made her too powerful in all of them but like why didn't she just fuck him up in, in Infinity exactly. War if she could do it like that exactly now? exactly because he literally had to call in a rain of fire to, to stop her from killing exactly him. exactly yeah it was mad that so, was a bit mad actually I do you know I couldn't remember that was her name yeah, for a minute. I was like yeah. Scarlet Witch but do you know do you know what saved it like the, the fight scene they saved it right yeah but the, the one moment in the film where I was like fucking yes yeah right was when they open up the portal and they come in from Wakanda it was sick, and they do the, and they do the military chant, right? Yeah. And that's the thing in those, and that's I tell you what, where people go, oh, Black Panther's not even that good. Does it? When I hear like even in the the other Black Panther movie where that guy's go, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, let's fucking go to war, people. <laughs> I don't know. That's obviously a guy thing, right? Yeah. Like, and it's probably not an all. Some guys probably hear that and go, bro, don't be a dick. Nah, it's sick. I love but it. But when I hear it, and there was an even in a, you know, the movie Three Hundred. Yeah. Where he goes, Spartans, yeah, yeah. what is your profession? And they go, oh. Yeah. I get a little pump. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go do 20 push-ups right now. That's what I do. Yeah, so yeah. even that bit, right, up to that point, when everyone started coming through the portals, like I I knew everyone had been had come back. Yeah. But I was so distracted by what was happening, I forgot that now all of these heroes yeah. can are, are alive again. And I was getting so caught up in that fight with Captain America, Thanos, and Thor. Mm. And then when that happened, I was popped off my seat. And you didn't even think, hold on, why was Captain America holding the fucking hammer? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like even after like I went with Nick. Yeah. And Nick was like, bro, I was like, what? He goes, how come Captain Captain yeah, America's throwing hammer? I was like, he almost picked it up in the first yeah, movie. Yeah. If you don't remember, yeah, like it's about his worthiness. It's about his worthiness. Yeah. Clearly, he's now worthy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That was a weird one though, which I don't mind, but I don't think ever was explained. Like um, Captain America's strength and ability just seemed to times by ten in the last two. Avengers films yeah it's a bit weird like yeah. like he was just a superhuman like superhuman human yeah right still yeah. human yeah like Thor a god yeah still couldn't deal with Thanos yeah. at all and then out of all of them Captain America gave Thanos the hardest run yeah, for his money exactly yeah it's like Whoa, that's definitely slightly different on? from the comics um keeping on the moment keeping on the theme of uh films etc did you watch Game of Thrones finale do you know what I, I'm one of those. Okay. I didn't watch a single minute of Game of Thrones. Okay, okay. I got into Game of Thrones in between season five and six and then binged it all. It was decent. The last episode, you seen, heard all the contro- controversy about the last episode. Apparently, it was shit. And, like, just the way it got finished. Like, I was actually listening to a podcast today yeah. where they were talking about how when it ended and that guy wanted to be king and they just went... And he hadn't wanted to be king for the whole seasons. And yeah. they were just went, oh, okay, you want to be king? Yeah, yeah, you can be king. So I'll tell you a couple of things. There was this girl, they spent about two seasons, this girl pretty much training to become the secret assassin. Okay. Yeah. Now this girl can, she, she at the beginning, like loads of, she had tragedy, Her fa- members of her family died, everyone who was involved, everyone, like she made a list of people she wanted to kill. She went away, she had to escape pretty much for her life. She found, she stumbled across some ancient temple kind of, way of life living kind of thing and it was some secret sort of assassins guild they taught her this assassins thing where she could take the faces of the people she could kill she killed or something like that um or she could mimic people's faces to basically become the ultimate assassin right so she does her training then she even ends up killing the master killing the person who trained her the like the, the head assassin she's sick right right now she's got a list she's going back didn't even flipping use it didn't even use it again. It was that there was that that kind of stuff happened a lot. Yeah. So they done a lot of build up with certain things like the main character Jon Snow. Like at the end of at the end of last season, the cliffhanger was how it ended was basically this guy who we thought was a bastard, like born out of wedlock, which is like a bad thing in that in that world, um, is actually the rightful king, and he's of fire oh. and ice. So. And then it was the, the first two episodes, like that was the theme. It was like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? It was irrelevant. It was totally irrelevant. Um, it didn't matter in the end. And there was a few things like that. Yeah. Then there's this, there's this guy called Grey Worm. He's a badass. Yeah. Oh, I saw a little clip online of where the the woman who's like the Queen of Dragons yeah, or something, yeah. she's like, you don't go by Grey Worm anymore. And he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Because so, Grey Worm's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So this guy is a badass. Right? The episode before, um, like the, the opposing soldiers were opposite him. They threw down their swords. His queen said, nah, we're still going to go. Jon Snow, who was looked like he was kind of leading the the soldiers, said everyone put... My man just took... His girl... They, the bad guys killed his girl, basically. Dashed the spear. Like, you've never seen a spear thrown so straight. Anyway... He's now got two prisoners. Um, Jon Snow's killed his queen. And there was another person who was a traitor to the queen. He's got both of them. 
this guy's been militant the whole way through. He goes up there with authority, says, these guys ain't going nowhere. They need to pay for their crimes. Yeah? Okay. The, now, you, if you imagine, in front of you, like, he's, he, he, he is the leader of the, the army. Mm. One of the other pe- pe- people, then they've got, like, all the nobles sitting in front. So they all control armies as well. One of the other ones says, nah, I'm with him. Okay. They're also, their army's also the best. He's done said, none of these people are going. Like, they've committed crimes, they killed my queen. He's the, the, And then one of the guys who was his prisoner, who he just said Let's go, um, isn't going anywhere, gave a speech, said, oh, we need a new king, this, that. And then he gave it to the king, who had never, the guy who had never wanted to be king, and Grey Worm just accepted it. Right. And I was like, what's going on? I was literally, up until that point, I was waiting for another spear to come out and get someone. <laughs> and it just didn't happen. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know. I would have given that. I would have given that. Because I watched it late. I already, I watched it like it must have come out Sunday. I watched it on Wednesday. So I already heard a lot. So my expectations were already low. Okay. Okay. So I would probably give it a six or a five, a five. But I get if some people wanted to give it a two, I can totally understand. That's messed up, man. So, yeah, I think um, we'll stop spoiling shit for people now. Yeah, so yeah. if uh, if you if you watch them things, then that's fine. Uh, obviously, uh, before before we get into the politics stuff, yeah, let's just we'll just go a little summary over over Cali. Let's do Cali. Right. So what did we miss last time? So well, we just on the last the last episode was us in there. Yeah. Um. So obviously, like. If you guys listened to the last episode, you heard a little bit of banter between Denny and Frank. <laughs> Those boys were going back and forth. If he was subliminal, some people might not got it. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to at all trash on Frank, right? Because he was inspiring. Okay, that's all I can say. To see a man work a room like that was impressive, right? The guy literally just went, you know, what? I could try and chat game to these girls, yeah. No, no, I'm not about that. I'm not about that. I'm just gonna ruin all these guys' nights. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, his he made it his mission to just go and separate every guy from every girl that they were talking to, and he was pretty damn successful as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was highly entertaining. So yeah, that was the first time I'd spent more than like ten minutes talking to Frank. It was obviously like we we went away from the weekend. Yeah, and obviously like. It's weird, man, because normally you hang around with dickheads. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, but Frank, Frank's a cool bloke, man. No, yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a cool trip. Obviously, uh, when we recorded the last episode, was uh, that was on the Saturday night. Yeah. And we still had Sunday and that to go. Um, so Sunday, we... Obviously, if you guys follow us on the Instagram, Instagram, you saw that we hit up a Dodgers game. That was nice. That was good. Um, Got a Dodgers should, dog. Yeah, and do you know what? It's weird, right? So there was a couple of things. Like initially, I, I thought we we got like the cheap seats, like yeah. twenty dollars. Mm. They're still good. They were good seats, yeah. And the way a, a baseball a, a baseball stadium is set out, I can't think of any bad seats. In that stadium, I definitely felt like I couldn't. I was even I was looking around and I was like, I can't see where the bad seats were. Yeah. The only thing I would have said was slightly higher up or in certain parts of the tiers they had a bit of shade that's good yeah that's 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 what i'm saying that's the only thing that had shade because it was really hot bro i got toasted man yeah the the i'm so i've i've got like a typical white boy tan yeah my forearms are nice right yeah 
if you're just looking at my forearms, you'd be like, oh, he's Mediterranean. <laughs> you go up to my bicep, you're like, oh, he's a hillbilly. <laughs> right? My face tan, right? But forearms tan, everything else white as snow. So, yeah, I even, uh, and my forearms never burn normally. I could sit on the sun all day. I got burnt up my forearms. They're still yeah. like a bit crusty now, messed up. But um, but no, it was good. They obviously gave us those little things to wrap around yeah, our head and stuff did. to keep us out of the sun. Yeah. That was cool. It was funny chatting to the people in front of us, telling them how in Amer- in England, we actually call it a Mexican wave yeah. and they're Mexican. <laughs> they're like, what? I was Do, you like, know yeah, the joke is? Do you know what the joke is? Go on. When I said that, because I was like, cause they done the Mexican wave and I was like, you know, they don't call that a Mexican wave here. And I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things like, oh, do, you know, like in China, they don't call it Chinese food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you ask a guy, and and um, and he well, was like, we just call it a wave. I didn't, I didn't believe you in it. I said, like, you know the thing where you all stand up and wait. Yeah. What do you call that? And they go, we just call it a wave. I was like, Danny won't tell you shit. Danny knows. <laughs> and you know what? At that point, first of all, I was thinking this guy's gonna look like a dickhead. And then obviously, because it was white, I had to just sit there like, like, like I do that already. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. And then like, I look back at Danny. He's like, don't doubt me, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. Uh, the the thing with baseball though. It's not very entertaining, but when I say it's, it's the game itself ain't all that entertaining. Mm. What is entertaining is how they do a good job of getting the crowd involved. Yeah, definitely. The atmosphere. They do all the little chants and stuff. Yeah. They, they even, they stopped in between innings and they got everyone to stand and sing like the baseball song. Yeah, yeah. Which... I know all the words to that because my kids listen to Coco Melon or whatever it's called, and it plays all the American, like all the American, like kids songs. So yeah, that I was, I was looking over, thinking, "How the heck do you know this?" I was like, "Take me out to the bowl game." <laughs> so yeah, it was cool. Um, overall, like it was, it was a decent experience. I think the stadiums are like quite well managed as well. Like yeah. we're in and out. Yeah, it was that was yeah, good. Yeah, that was that was. Um, but then I was I was like, do you know what, man? I want to buy a, I want to buy a, a jersey while I'm here. They look kind of cool. I'll probably yeah. never wear it, but it's cool to get one. Yeah. $150. Mm. I was like, nah, I'd rather choke on a bowl of dicks. I'm not <laughs> doing that. I'm not spending 150 See, I knew, because I, I went to the New York Yankee store in in New York, funnily enough. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And um, you know that sort of iconic one with the stripes? Yeah, It's like yeah. white with the thin black stripes. And so I was over there. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get one of them. And the same sort of thing. I was like, hell no. The, the only thing that I think might make it justifiable... They don't change season by season, do they? I don't know to tell the truth. I'm pretty sure they don't because no. that the famous stripes that you're talking about, they've had that yeah, for, that's for decades. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. assuming I'm right, it's actually not a bad investment because you buy a new football shirt every season. Yeah, that's true. So over the space of three years, you spent easily 150 yeah. quid on football shirts. Yeah. So and I don't even how much because I tell you honestly, last time I bought a football shirt, I was about 14. I've had a football shirt bought for me. I've never actually bought one. That's mad, isn't it? Mm. I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure the replicas are like over up. 50 pound yeah I think a new replica yeah is over 50 pound so that's what I'm saying like it's, it's not actually a bad investment mm. to, to get one because at least you look at least over time so yeah so that was cool um, on the then we went to the Hollywood Walk of Fame I went into the Scientology <laughs> office then I had a little chat with this lady and she showed me some videos and uh, and then I questioned them and then I gave her an opportunity, like, basically, I, I kind of just said, look, thank you for your time. It was really interesting looking at the videos. But I'll be honest, it doesn't really sit well with me, like, on a phys- phil- yeah, philosophical level. Um, some of the things that were like, said in the in the video, they don't they don't really sit right with me, so I'll, I'll probably give it a miss. But thank you for your time. And 
instead of just letting me go, yeah. she was like, really? What didn't sit well with you? And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, for a start, let's, let's just go for one thing. You said that everything is made of energy and anything can like kind of produce energy. She's like, well, yeah, that's a pretty basic scientific fundamental principle. I said, mm, no, it's not. Like it take it took energy to make everything. Yeah. Obviously, like scientifically, everything came from the Big Bang. Yeah. So all it's is all a result of that kinetic energy. She's like, right. I said, but you can't harness energy from a rock. At which point she looked at me like blank in the face, like, okay, good point. But didn't want to say it. Yeah. And I was like, so for that reason I'm out. <laughs> and then she was like, Was that all? Like and no, no, actually, first she said to me, how well educated are you on science? And I was like, science is a very broad term used for a school of sciences. Are you talking about chemistry, physics, biology? <laughs> she was like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I, I tore her up a little bit, but I was like, you should have just let me leave. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Because I'm sure sometimes you might get someone, but the way I approached it, I thought I was making it pretty clear. I knew my shit. I was like, don't play with me, bitch. I'm not here for that. I ain't got time. Not here for play, play. So, yeah. And then uh, it was, do you know, again, mad though, like all the homelessness down there. Obviously, you saw that woman playing uh, Candy Crush for like 17 hours. Yeah, yeah. Covered in needle marks. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was horrible. So we walked past, we parked our car. Then he was like, someone needs to move this bitch. I don't want to see her. <laughs> He's like, did they not know I was coming? I should have called in advance, got them to clear the streets. Nah, nah, I do my charity, fair bit of charity. But you know what was jokes though? There's a guy, he had a sign that said uh, money for drugs, right? He sat on the sofa. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And Nick saw it, took a picture of him. And the guy was like, you give me five bucks? Nick was like, no, I ain't giving you five bucks. He goes, you cheap ass son of a bitch. <laughs> Nick was like, hang on, bub, you're out here begging for money. You're calling me cheap. Oh, the shit. audacity. Um, so we, we come out of this, we come out of this, uh, we come out of this um, car park, multi-story. And um, there was like this woman, she looked like she had all her belongings in the box. Like, I didn't actually see the marks on her arm first. But she's sitting there like looking as homeless as anything. But then she's like, looked like she was watching Netflix on her phone. So I was thinking, okay, fair enough, everyone can have a phone, but everyone can't have credit as well. Like, it was kind of weird seeing someone homeless sitting there with an iPhone um, and, like, just chilling, watching Netflix. So how long were we there for? It was, like, just under two hours? Yeah, about two hours. Yeah, and the comeback, still there, still sitting there watching on the phone, but on the way back, as you said, we saw all the sort of uh, marks in her arm and... Yeah, man. That was... Which, not that was that was disturbing, um, but basically, just to make something a bit clear, I know on the last pod there was a, there was a couple of little hints at it. Basically, what happened? We went to this dive bar of a fast food place called Jack in the Box. It must have been what about one? Yeah. Now, as I said, I tried to do my charitable piece, give to the homeless, help the kids, all that. But we're sitting in this place, and um. There was basically, to, to give you some context, I had to queue for the toilet and one of the guys in the queue for the toilet openly had some foil and a needle in his hand. Yeah. There, there was no like, oh, let me hide my shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he was, he was the most desirable person in there. He was, he was like, he was the, he was the middle class in there. That's it. <laughs> compared to the rest of the people. So anyway, after I, I must have had like half a, half a chicken strip, 
on my side like one chip and I was like but I didn't say the reason first I was like sorry guys I can't eat in here like I was looking around and I was just and I felt I felt bad like I felt embarrassed that I was having such a such a prejudice scene in such a way about it and, but that you know I actually what? had to leave the venue at the moment when he said it I was like oh do you know what I can't understand it like it is kind of sad to see it. And then I realised that's not why you were saying it. I was like, oh, you're cold, motherfucker. I was struggling, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't swallow my food. And it was mad. There, nah. It was mad that we ended up back there as well. I know. I couldn't eat, I didn't, but, couldn't eat there again, though. Of course not. I think it was Frank, Frank, innit? Frank, yeah, Frank, Frank was like, yeah, I'll go Jack in the Box. I was yeah, like, you. Loving that place. You're mad. Loving that place, yeah. man. What, Anything to save a buck, that guy. Jack in the Box was good. You missed out. Not Jack in the Box, oh, sorry, In-N-Out in out Burger. Yeah. Went to In-N-Out. Someone I, else said that to me since I've been back. They go, did you go In-N-Out Burger? I was like, nah. Do you know what? There was a queue. I'm not even joking. There was about 30 cars. I think I posted it on the IG. Uh, there was about 30 cars queuing up for the drive-thru. Mm. Meanwhile, they could have just parked and walked in and ordered and then walked out. But um, but yeah, I thought that was really weird. Again, like a, an American kind of cultural thing, perhaps, where they're like, nah, I ain't getting out of my goddamn car. I'd rather sit for 30, 35 minutes and wait. Yeah, because there were cars when we walked in that were still in the queue when we walked out, after sitting in there and eating, which was weird. Yeah. So yeah. Um, was that place good though? You said it was good there. Yeah, In and Out was good. I'll tell you what was good about it. It wasn't like the best burger I've ever had in the world. Yeah. Which I did have on that trip. I'll get to that in a minute. But um, it was value for money. It was like seven dollars for okay. a double double burger with fries and a drink. So and the drinks refillable. All the places we ate. Let's let's quickly rate them. Well, my thing is, at the airport, mm. at LAX, uh, I think it was Terminal 2, they have a place called Umami. It's a new thing, apparently. It's okay. like a Japanese thing, thing, whatever. I had I had their, like, whatever oh, it was, Umami burger. burger. In it. I swear to God, I was cussing out Nick for getting KFC. Yeah. And then as I bit into it, he asked me how it was. I literally barely had it in my mouth for two seconds. And I blurted out, it's the best fucking burger yeah. I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. It was the, really? I, I said it jokingly, yeah. but as I was starting to taste it, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Everything about it was perfect. And I'll tell you this, it was $30 for a burger, chips and a drink. Wow. That is silly money. Yeah. But I was really tempted. If we had time, I would have gone and got a second one. Wow. It was worth it. Yeah. That was the best. So that was my number one choice. Okay. Where was yours? I would probably say my number one was probably... Uh, Cheesecake Factory. That's got to be up there. I love Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, that was probably my number two. We had breakfast. Me and Nick had breakfast there. Yeah. The French toast. They need to have one of them in the UK, yeah. man. Me and yeah. you go in by the yeah, franchise. That's, that's what I'm saying. I've been looking into it already. Good man. Um, if I start from the bottom upwards, though. Jack in the box. Jack bottom. in the box. <laughs> Jack in the box can suck my <laughs> bum hole. Whack in the box. <laughs> I, uh, that is disgusting. That place, I never want to see Bro, it again. One thing I don't get yet: Americans are happy with red Fanta. I'm like, if Fanta's supposed to be orange juice, toxic. What oranges do you know that are red? Yeah. <laughs> They're called oranges for God's sake. <laughs> it's pretty goddamn. Everything was glowing. It's it so like it was glowing. Um, after that, I'll probably say it was between IHOPs and Denny. What Denny's? Do you know? What? I think IHOP was better than Denny's just because the the amount of immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm being prejudiced here, yeah. But it just uh, it literally do you know what it reminded me of? You know the opening scene to Men in Black, the first one? Where yeah. when <laughs> you got all them people standing outside 
It was so bad, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just to set the scene, like we've 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 rolled up to Denny's. If you don't know what, basically, IHOPs and IHOP and Denny's are both similar type of places. They're like breakfast, all day breakfast types. You'll yeah. get your pancakes, your meat, your meats, hash browns, milkshakes, that kind of stuff. We've rolled up to Denny's. And Denny's is, I think, it's a nationwide chain out there. Yeah. Um, and the last time I saw something like this i was in miami last year in little havana and there's a cuban place it's rated as the best cuban place in um in the area like that's like it's called little havana um and it's it's world famous so like when people go there they try and eat there yeah so there was a queue outside okay mate this is denny's though this is denny's exactly (laughs) denny's restaurant so what's what would you say is equivalent over here there, like there really is back in the day. Yeah, Wimpy maybe back in the day, but even then, like we have just like Greasy Spoon cafes. Yeah, we don't really yeah. have a franchise of, of Greasy, Greasy Spoons. Spoon. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty much a Greasy Spoon. So it's basically thing. equivalent to a Greasy Spoon cafe. And they told us we'd need to wait an hour for a proper table. Yeah, and people were queuing up yeah. outside. It was a big queue, and it, and it was like eleven thirty or something. I was like, "Have you people not eating yet today?" <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we haven't eaten, but you know, we were out till four in the morning. We we're allowed to not eat. <laughs> But again, the joke was similar to what you were saying about In and Out. Yeah. We said you I think it was you said, I'm not waiting an hour here. And then the lady was like, Oh, if you want to sit across the bar, then you can sit down straight away. So we we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, sit down then. <laughs> sit down. I was literally thinking, what's wrong with sitting Why didn't they just offer us both like in the first place? Yeah. Say, look, it's an hour wait, but you can sit down at the bar. Yeah, yeah. But you know what was jokes? So we sat at the bar, the food was like it looks it looked terrible did you take a picture i did i did yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll post it I'll, i'm gonna make like a little kind of collage i took pictures of everything we ate okay cool um but yeah so it was funny because nick was sitting next to this mexican dude yeah and the guy's looking at nick and then nick's looking at the guy <laughs> they keep looking at each other and the guy's looking at nick because nick's greek so he's yeah. got a little bit of complexion going on he, he looks like he could be so the guy's looking at him and he's like, you can see, you can see the Mexican dude wants to talk to Nick yeah, for some yeah. reason. So Nick Nick goes to me. He goes, Lewis, you speak a little Spanish, right? I was like, a poquito, I see. He's like, how do you say good morning in Spanish? I was like, just say buenas tardes, isn't it? He's like, all right, shall I say anything else? I was like, it's up to you, bro. But you can just say buenas tardes. So he looks at the guy, says buenas tardes. The guy looks back, says buenas tardes. The guy goes, cómo estás? Nick looks back at him and says. <laughs> Como estas? <laughs> I was like, bruv, he just asked you, how are you? And you responded with, how are you? <laughs> He's like, what should I say? I said, just a He's like, all right. So he said, then the guy starts making eyes at me across the bar. He's like, oh, I'm like, Spanish. I was like, nah, bruv, don't fucking talk to me. He's like, I'm from London. <laughs> yeah, I did not want to start having a chat with this bloke. Yeah, I've been to Denny, I've been to other Denny's, but that one was weird. Like, it, it, it was it was a bit odd um so denny's what out of 10 the denny's we went to i know like some some of you guys have been to better denny's it sounds like yeah that one was a two or three out of ten <laughs> yeah i'll I agree i'll agree um then i hop up probably say four or five yeah yeah i hop four or five at least like it was busy but i think yeah. we went to a nicer part of town as well a little yeah, bit more yeah, out the did. way we the did. food wasn't amazing but yeah. it was fine i'll tell you what it is with those breakfast places like, I ordered eggs, and you get two eggs. Mm. Order bacon, they give you like a little handful of streaky, dried up, crusty yeah, bacon. Yeah. And they give you a huge mound of hash brown. 
they're just like let's just fill you up on potato and pancakes and like leave the quality food yeah it's yeah. so that was my issue um well what else we went to excuse me if you want it um so i'll tell you what what about that bar we ate there we ate the bar. Yeah, I like that. You guys didn't like that too much, did you? It was it was all right, except for the, when we ordered the meatballs. Mm. It had like some cold salad in the middle of the meatballs. Yeah, which so it's kind like of hot sauce. Yeah. Cold, some cold sauce, like hot, hot tomato Yeah, and some cold normal. salad-y. And then some cold thing. sort of salad-y thing on top of it, and then hot meatballs. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a weird combination, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I right. like that. Bad. And it was nice, the, uh, the, the bouncer for the nightclub behind was from like Bexley or somewhere like that. I was yeah. like, bruh. Your farm ends up work near there. He's like, is it? I goes, yeah, man. He goes, oh, my God, sister works in Corrie. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I tell you what, though. We, uh, on the last day, obviously, we we split. Yeah. And uh, I went down to Santa Monica Pier. We were looking around to get something for breakfast. Completely forgot that Cheesecake Factory is only open for breakfast, like, two days a week, like, on the weekends. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, we went up into that nice mall. And then went, damn it, it's closed. So we're walking down the seafront, like, there must be somewhere, it must be somewhere open. The only place that was open for breakfast was the Ivy. So the Ivy's like, if anyone doesn't know, that it's quite a renowned, like high end chain. Yeah. They've got they've got places in London, New York, and they whatever, fine. So we've gone in, dressed a bit like tramps, because you know, we're about to jump on a plane for ten hours. And my mate's gone, Oh, do you go to breakfast? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, cool. So he's looked at the menu. And uh, he's gone, is that okay for you, sir? And literally, you can see, like, do you have the money to pay for this meal? So we go in, we sit down. They bring us, first of all, Americans need to understand, like, what tea is. Yeah, because they've got it twisted, but it's fine. The food they bought for $80 that we paid for this food. Here, I would not pay more than a fiver. In fact, I could pay a fiver, I'd get better food. I got a handful of shite. (laughs) I'm not even joking, bro. And I was like... I can't tip these people. I know it's like standard practice here to tip. I just can't do it. I've come to the Ivy for breakfast. I expect high standards, good food. Instead, I've got shit in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, this is not the one. But then I was like, I can't not tip because then I'm going to look poor. And their criticism initially <laughs> is going to be justified. I was like, Sonny, I'll give you a tip. And then as I walk out, I was like, you need to understand what tea is and you need to know how to make breakfast. You people suck ass. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, nah, man, it's bait. But, so yeah, so... Um, so what it, was that? What would you rate that? A one. Okay. You okay. Paid, I paid $80, man. I will find the picture yeah. of what we ate. I'll show it to you. Obviously, I'll tell you, know. you what. Do you know what else I forgot about? Starbucks. When I go to America, I always have to get... You don't get it over here. They've got this feta and spinach wrap, um, which I always get when I'm over there. So that that's I, I do like Starbucks over there. I'll probably have to give that a seven. That's the that's the only thing. Then every time we went out, you're like, "Is there Starbucks near here? Is there Starbucks?" I was like, "Brother, do you have shares in the franchise?" I was like, "What is going on?" I was no, like, no, "Everywhere we went, here. you can't get certain things over here." Yeah, that was jokes. You're like, "No, no, they don't do it here. I need to get it. I need to get it. They don't do it here." Uh, so yeah, I thought that was a bit weird. Obviously, um, Frank uh, had a couple of pictures with some celebrities. He's gone up. He's gone right. I need to have a picture with you, little man. Let's have a picture. So he's gone up, had his picture taken with the little dude. And then he's, he's come back. He's, oh, I just got my picture taken with the dwarf. Da, 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 da. And I remember at the time I was like, you know, you know, like he's he's not a standard dwarf, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, huh? I was like, yeah, man. But anyway, like the, the evening went on. We've got about it. And then he posted it online. 
Now, here's the thing, right? The guy's name is Deep Roy, which is a bit of a weird name. My man was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Star Trek, uh, The Neverending Story, which shows his age. Wow. Yeah. Big Fish, Flash Gordon, Star Trek and Beyond, Return to Oz. Anyway, you, all these big movies, right? Obviously, Frank didn't recognise him. Yeah. Because he wasn't dressed like a freaking Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> My man is 61 years old. Frank wow. got a picture of him making out of a girl in her 20s. Wow. It was so weird to Celeb see that. Power. Mate, Celebrity power. Clearly. He was on it. He was on fire. So yeah, that was that was a bit of a trip. Yeah. Um, um, Hollywood Walk of Fame? Do you know what? Again, it's like there's a lot of people begging whether or not they were dressed in <laughs> costumes. Yeah. Like taking pictures with people. Mm. And you saw like the most trash attempts at doing like Deadpool outfits yeah. some fat dude basically wearing his pajamas <laughs> with the balaclava on his head I was like bruv people are going to pay you I don't know if you did you see the Superman guy Superman. there was two one was really trash one looked really good yeah there was a Superman guy who yeah. looked his his costume looked like he stole it from the set yeah, yeah. it was legit yeah. that so, so that was good but other than that if you, so do you know what rather than get let's just summarise yeah? yeah each thing that we went to what we did so we went shooting yeah which if you're if you're not into shooting which i guess you're not as much into shooting as i am yeah so you you could rate that would you rate that um, experience because i've done it before i would probably say six um i felt the one i've done in vegas it offered a bit more variety in terms of it. we weren't there for as long but i got to try different Weapons, weapons stuff, different, yeah, different yeah. that was cool even like some big ass gun that could probably take down a plane or something that's crazy I can't remember what it was called Point but, five caliber I can't yeah I, I enjoyed it because obviously you see like you guys saw the clips me and Nick going side on gangster yeah, style yeah. no I did enjoy it I did enjoy yeah. it um, but yeah I think you're right for the, the time it felt it actually felt a little bit rushed so I'll yeah. probably give it the same so we did the, the shooting we did a, the, the shooting experience uh, then in terms of like we went and saw the Hollywood sign which was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, we got some photos and then buggered off. There's nothing really that special you know, about it. Shut what I liked about it. It wasn't the Hollywood sign itself. Obviously, you're there and it's iconic. Yeah. I thought where, like, I was surprised. It was a nice part of town. It was a nice part of town. That's what I quite liked about it. I yeah. thought it was going to be um, a bit more trashy. Like, it's really touristy and because of that, there's just, like, rubbish everywhere. Or anything, some of that, but it was actually yeah. in a nice part of town. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little thing that happened, right? <laughs> so, we're driving around. Yeah. And then uh, we got the tops down. Girls look, right? Yeah. Guys look, kids look, whatever. Especially like the, the Corvette's very loud, so yeah, people look yeah. anyway. So there's these two decent looking girls. Yeah. One of them in particular is very attractive, fine, whatever. Yeah. So one of the one of the guys in our group, I'm not going to out him, but I will <laughs> tell you he's not in this room, was like, do you know what? I want to go back and chat to them girls. So I was like, all right cool if that's what you want to do now i actually happened to be sat in the passenger seat of the corvette at this time so we're following denny's car back yeah and then this gentleman as we pull up next to these girls goes lewis go talk to him bro. <laughs> and i was like hang on hang on first of all man is out of the game right what are you doing but and then she I was like, was and I was like, and now you put in pressure. So I came up with some bait line about, oh, do you guys know where to get this place? Yeah. Just chat to. Them. And they're like, nah, we're not from around here. And then I was like, do you know what? I ain't doing this. I was like, all right, cool, thank you, yeah. I'm out. Jesus. And then I said, I said to, I said to Nick after, I goes, 
you know what, bro? If I if I actually like was in that mode, I'd be like, oh, okay, you guys aren't from around here. Oh, okay, cool. What have you been doing? Oh, yeah, you here? You're yeah. here on holiday as well. Just start chatting to him and see if I make something happen. I was like, nah, bro. You want to go talk to these girls? You need to go talk to the girls. Yeah. What are you putting me up to yeah, it for? Yeah. I was like, you picked the wrong man. She was spectacular, man. In certain areas. Granted, granted. But yeah, so that was that was a bit weird. Um, obviously, I've got some some cool footage with the drone and stuff, so that was cool. That was nice, actually. That was cool having that out there. Yeah. Um, although it was a pain in the ass to get in the carry-on luggage and whatnot. But yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so so that we did that, and then we did the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which I will say this about the Hollywood Walk of Fame, it's cool for about three minutes. Yeah, uh, it, and it, then you realise you're just looking at names on the floor. Yeah, it was a bit Piccadilly Circus-ish. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what I did. I think one of the most amusing things was seeing Kevin Spacey and Donald Trump near each other, <laughs> like two really hated people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that you know, obviously that was an accident. Um, so that was kind of jokes. Uh, yeah, it was good to see. Again, for me, it was more the sort of iconicness of it. It was like, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's just After another three thing minutes, to tick off yeah, the list, that's isn't it? it? That's yep, it. we've been there. Yeah, and and when you see it in films and things like, that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, um, I'll tell you what was weird though. Like you know where it started? Like that road was almost a road of two halves. Like the the the, the trash end, really, really trash end, and then getting um, into the very commercial end. Yeah, and it wasn't the even that end. big a road. Like it's no, like it a wasn't. five minute walk, yeah. and you're in what yeah. is essentially a street that's very much like a central London street. Yeah, yeah. it was very. <laughs> A bit cheesy as well. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was too. It was too cliche. There wasn't nothing. There was no surprises. I tell. I tell you what did surprise me though. Mm. So we went to that uh, Chinese theater. Yeah, yeah. Right. So stand outside the Chinese theater, and all these names on the floor. They're all. They're. They're all said. Oh, two such and such a name. Mm. Two, and they've all got the same name. Yeah. They're all addressing this to the same guy. So I walked up to the like one of the doorman, whatever the guy yeah. that works at the Chinese theater. I said, "Listen, man. All these celebrities are all." The message is all for this. Who's this guy? And they go, oh, he's the guy that invented the, like he founded this building. Like it was his, his idea. I was like, that doesn't sound like a Chinese name. They're like, no, no, he was Jewish. I was like, that is very much so culturally appropriate than I feel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that would sit today. You can't be a Jewish guy opening up a Chinese cinema. Yeah, that don't yeah, sound right yeah, to me. Yeah. So yeah, that was the only thing that got me. So we did that. Uh, we did Santa Monica Pier, Venice Beach. Do you know what? the only thing Denny did not do? Like we went to the Muscle Beach bit, not the main Muscle Beach because there's there's two different parts. Oh, okay. One of them's just got dumbbells and stuff like a proper workout thing. You oh, see okay. all the roid heads down yeah, there. Yeah. So we went to this part that basically do like calisthenics yeah. and stuff, and we were doing the uh, the hoops where you have to swing from one hoop to another. Yeah. And uh, I did it. Nick did it. Frank tried to do it. I think he posted up a video of himself yeah, not did. being able to do it. Yeah. And Denny just stood at the side, and then I was like, Denny, aren't you going to do it? And he went. I don't want to get sand in my shoes. <laughs> and I was like, all right, Denny. And then I swear he mumbled off under his breath as well. Like, I know I'm black, but I ain't no monkey. And I was like, bro, I didn't say it. shit. I, I was like, bro, what are you talking about? I didn't apply nothing, geezer. Now, you know, I've got a thing with sand, man. If I could avoid sand, I do. That shit, like, three bro, months later, you still... It's one of the most famous beaches that. in the world. You're like, I ain't setting foot Look, on that motherfucker. I put one foot, I put my foot... Tip of my toe in the sand. I've done Tip it. of your trainer, bro. Tip of my trainer. You didn't even feel that soft. That was soft sand, man. It was good sand. No, I don't. But like yeah, I tell you what, though. I walked into the ocean. I walked. I walked three steps. Nope. I'm walking my ass straight back out. That's that is colder than Brighton, man. The, oh, the water out there is not impressive. What's that? That's uh, the Pacific. The Pacific, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, man. Screw that. Apart from the fact you got 
50 foot sharks well obviously not 50 <laughs> but big ass sharks in there yeah. i was like i ain't doing that not yeah, for love nor money so yeah we drove uh drove down the pacific coast highway a little bit into topanga canyon that was pretty cool it's a nice little road to drive down that was, that really cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously they've got stupidly low speed limits there which we obeyed to the letter obviously obviously, obviously. Uh, so that was cool and then we did the dodgers game i'll give that an eight for the overall yeah, experience yeah yeah i like that i did like that did like that. Um, I'll agree. I'll give that an eight. Yeah, and then that was about it, really. Um, we did it. We did a lot of stuff in four days, man. Well, yeah, we did. Where, where, where was the first place we went? Oh, it was the bung, second place. Sorry, was the bungalow, wasn't it? We did speak about yeah, that last yeah. time. Actually, that was that was decent. I liked it. I didn't. Right. I didn't mind that. It was nice. Um, very white. Yeah, it was. But I, I didn't. White. I didn't mind it. Coming much. from a white man to say it's very white, <laughs> you know how white it is now. So yeah, but um, no, I think overall, like. As as we said last time, LA is a bit of a shithole. It's it's alright to go there once. Yeah. Like I don't know about you, I have no reason to ever go back there. But you know what? To tell the truth, I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. I think I think um, in my head, when I think when I say California, I almost I automatically think of LA. Yeah. Because of like the association in films, LA, the, the you know. Yeah. Hollywood. But LA is California so much more. Obviously, San Francisco. Yeah. Although that's supposed to have a massive homeless problem, moment, but. I, Even think, I, hear, I hear people say amazing things about San Francisco. I would have loved to go to Silicon Valley, but I didn't realise how far that was. Let me give you an example. There is an app in San Francisco that a lot of people use. It helps you, lets you know where the homeless people have taken dumps in the street because they have no issue over there with letting homeless people take a dump what? in the street. Yeah. So they have an app where, like, like Waze, you know, like on Waze yeah, where yeah. Like you can say, oh, there's a cop car here, yeah. there's traffic there. There's something like that, oh but days. it tells you where people are taking a dump. So yeah, I would like to go to San Francisco, but obviously not for that reason. Yeah. It's messed up. Like Golden Gate Bridge, maybe go to Alcatraz, it, yeah, yeah. see the rock, all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. But um, but yeah, obviously, like you've got Cali's massive. It it's a massive, massive state. Yeah. It's pro- probably nearly probably half the size of England or something, maybe even bigger. Is, yeah, I think, I think it's... Apparently, interesting fact, the state of California, if it was its own country... It it's like have... fifth biggest economy in the world or something. Is that 40, what you're going to say? Yeah. 14th biggest economy in the oh, world. 14th, yeah. okay. That's still decent. That's, yeah, very. Well, you consider that's just one state. Yeah. America. The, yeah. The only thing that let me down, I think, really, was the return flight. We flew out with American. On the way back, I was, we were with BA. And I was like... Yeah. So initially, and this is... You know what? I feel like I got catfished, right? Because initially, they call us over, and we're like, <laughs> what's going on? Don't tell me there's a problem. And yeah. go, right, we've moved your seats. You can all sit together, and you get more leg room. Yeah. I was like live this is good that's all oh, right oh yeah shit you're fucking sick yeah. so then but then we're in the front row so our tvs are mounted to those arms that you can then tuck under i mount mine up pull it up and it just droops down i can't even see the screen it's at a messed up angle then he's got child's handprints all over his screen <laughs> yeah. so like after we take off in that i was like excuse me can we can you do something about this he's like yeah, yeah no problem I'll, I'll fix it for you so he comes back with a roll of masking tape and he just tapes it in position I was like, right, so now if I need to go to the bathroom, I need to navigate myself around this screen yeah. without moving it because obviously yeah. you can mess it up. And about 10 minutes later, that masking tape started to give way. And again, it was like drooping to an angle. And I said to the guy, I was like, listen, man, this you can't really expect me to sit there with that. It's a 10-hour flight. Yeah. You want me to watch? He's like, sorry, so there's no more seats. There were other seats. They just weren't in yeah. economy. Yeah. I was like, if you're going to do that, man, you should at least offer to... I probably wouldn't have taken the offer to move me anyway. Yeah. But they should have made it. Yeah. Yeah. And then just I think the the food drinks overall service wasn't as good as American. No. Um to tell the truth, I've been hearing a lot so 
through experience and through people knowing people who work at BA, like the the the, the, the service, the like I don't know what it is, even like the, the the condition of the plane, like in terms of cleanliness, has gone downhill. Um, it was as you said, it was a very clear difference being with American Airlines than it was being on on um, mm. uh, on BA on the return flight, and. It, they're part of the companies. There shouldn't be that big a difference in essentially the same flight, the same, the same yeah. plane sort of thing. The only, the only asterisk where I'll cut them a little bit of slack is we got the tickets for 350 quid return, which for a 10-hour flight... Yeah, it's not a bad... It's, it's, it's cheap. It's, it was yeah, a but, decent but, deal. But that, that doesn't... That doesn't, it doesn't um, excuse the yeah, shittiness. That doesn't, I mean, like you said, the screen with the, the kids' handprints and stuff in it, like, I, if I ask someone to come and clean it, basically, yeah. um... And the guy was like, oh, must have been a kid sitting here. You don't f- fucking say. The, mm. But it was disgusting. It's like, how did that get missed? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, the thing. Like, I, After I had a dodgy experience with a, a budget airline where we basically nearly crashed, we had to make an emergency yeah, landing yeah. on one engine, whatever. I was like, I'm not booking no more budget airlines. Interesting enough, the airline that I'm talking about, I will out it, Pegasus. Right, It's a Turkish airline. They had three other engine failures in the last six months, the different different aircraft. Oh, so I was like, do you know what? Allow budget airlines. Yeah. I'll pay a little bit more. Yeah. So when we went to Dubai, we went with Etihad or Emirates, I think it was. Yeah. Obviously, this, we did BA. A couple of quid more, at least you, you feel like you're in safer hands. Yeah. But yeah, if the if the flights were £100 more, I would have paid £100 more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, that's, that's fine. I think I would have paid a hundred pound more just to get slightly nicer conditions in yeah. in the economy section. Yeah. I was thinking about upgrading to at least a premium economy. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it just doesn't feel worth worth the yeah. I don't the know. Squeeze for yeah, that. premium economy. I don't think the jump's big enough. Like the jump between economy and premium premium economy compared to the jump between premium and um, business is like it's not comparable. Like premium economy to business is massive. Yeah, it's a bit. It is a bit much, but yeah. So overall, the the trip out of ten, I still, I still, I would probably say seven and a half, eight. I just think we got a lot done. There was, yeah. there was definitely, there was like negatives, but overall, like obviously the group, the group of us, yeah. Like even, even, even like the the, the things that were trash were jokes because yeah. they were trash. Do you it, know what I mean? I, I will tell you when you and Frank were like cussing each other out, whatever. Yeah. Nick started to feel like it was gonna kick off. And I was like, nah, 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 bro. Nah, nah, you ain't seen this side of Denny, right? Denny will, Denny will just keep going, keep going. And then it's, and then it's just been dropped and you yeah. can just chill. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, is it? I was like, yeah, bro, it's fine. Don't worry, they're cool. They're cool. He's like, oh, okay. Because it felt like it's getting a little bit hostile. Nah, they were nah, raising nah, their we voices were... and everything. I was like, dude. <laughs> nah, we always do that. We always have jokes. No, nah, it was nothing. It so was yeah. Nothing. No, it was so cool. I made, it was funny. So I didn't tell you what I'd done. Cool. So after that, right, I, um, you see the thing with Frank, what he does, you see, like obviously you know that I that I will go on holiday and I'll sleep a lot. Yes. Right? Some of my other friends said know that when I wasn't sleeping, I was just lying down because I got up every day, right? You did. He went and took a picture, sent it to our other group, goes typical. We're all up and then he said to make me look like a dickhead, and I've got no defect because they know the past history. Yeah. So that's how it all started. So basically, what I done, um, uh, obviously we done the podcast. And then Nick was was talking to Frank in about his mad behaviour, yeah. <laughs> which it weren't too too bad. But Nick was saying Nick, Nick was saying something to him, and now I pretended my phone was on the side, and halfway through it, I was like, I got him, I got him. 
So I pretended I'd recorded it. So I just picked up my phone and goes, right, I've got you back now. I've recorded that. And I goes, I was like, Nick, you don't mind if I use your consent? I've got your consent. And the fact was like, yeah, you got mine. Yeah, you got I was like, that's cool. I'm not asking for yours. <laughs> so he thought I recorded it. So um, I started messaging the group. Oh, I've just recorded Frank. So he's seen it, obviously, because he's in the group. And then um, I've just started. And then Frank was driving. Right. So he hasn't had time to be able to respond to back anything up yeah. and say, Denny's chatting shit. I was basically chatting shit. Like, Frank, <laughs> by the time we were in the car, it wasn't even a thing. We are talking about it. We are just having normal jokes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sitting there while he's driving and I'm just texting the group. I'm going, oh, guys, Frank's flipping, sitting in the back of the car. He wouldn't even come and sit in the front with me. He's like, proper pissed off. He's just being <laughs> stroppy. I've never seen him like this. So I'm just, and I'm, I'm just putting bare shit in it. And then what I've done, and this was, this was the ice, this is the cherry on the cake to make it look real. I started going, oh yeah, he won't even chat to me. Like, can you call him up and just make sure he's all right? Um, I think this was, by this time, this is, look, put it this way. You know in Denny's? Yeah. Like, we were cool. There was nothing. Yeah. I still did. When Frank took the phone call, that was when someone was calling him <laughs> to say, oh, you're all right. So anyway, we're carrying on in, in the car. Frank still doesn't even properly know what's going on. He's just seeing, seeing me messaging and he's trying to say stuff. And I've gone, nah, nah, he's, he's like proper, like, he ain't spoken to me now for about however long. And then this is the ice, this is the cherry on the cake. Because he was driving, I can't even remember what excuse I used, but I was like, bruv, can I borrow your phone quickly? Um, I can't remember whether I need to sat now or whatever it was, I can't remember. I mean, he was proper, he was like, why, I don't trust you, what do you do? And I was like, nah, but like, I was like, look, such yeah, and yeah. such, I need to do this, da, 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 da. And he was like, cool, he unlocked it. So I went into the WhatsApp group, and imagine now, I've been saying, oh, Frank's being sad, he's this, he's that, he won't talk, I've never seen it like this. And then from his phone, I removed him from himself from the group. So now people are saying, all they're saying is, Frank's being stroppy, Frank's being stroppy, he won't talk to me. Frank's removed himself from the group. <laughs> so they've got no idea. Oh, dear. <laughs> so then after that, I'll just get a message, saying, oh, what's going on, what's going on, Frank? But it just, it was just set up so sweet. Yeah, yeah. And, um, for a long time after, they they were like, like they're going to hear this. Leaving up to now, I've just been trolling, because Frank, in fact, this is the first time he's in here. He doesn't know. I don't have a secret recording. <laughs> and what I've been doing in our group is, ah, oh, the secret recording's coming. I'm going to start putting in snippets. It's going to be on the next podcast. Oh, dear. But basically, it's been a two-week troll. Fair enough. Denny's cold like that. Denny, <laughs> Denny will talk to you. Dead. Here, look, let me put it like this. On, I organised the trip, most of it. Yeah. I said, right, Den, you can organise the nights out. You've been out in the States and stuff. Then goes, no worries. I've been chatting to this promoter guy called Michael. He's going to hook us up. I'm going to meet Michael at this place. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, all right, cool. So he's like, oh, bruv, Michael's had a bit of a family emergency. He's not going to meet us. We're like, okay, it's fine. But he's hooked us up anyway. We'll still go there. He goes, nah, nah, he was going to get us in. Blah, blah. I smell bullshit straight away. But then he's looking at me dead in my eye. He's like, nah, bruv, he hooked out. I swear, blah, blah. Michael was a figment of Denny's imagination. <laughs> but he had Nick and Frank convinced from the get-go. I was looking at him like, you're a slippery son of a bitch, Denny. I don't trust you for one second. But yeah, it was that was that was mad. That's funny. That's that was funny. mad. So um so yeah, but outside of that, obviously, um the only other thing that, that really happened was I managed to leave my passport oh, in the Airbnb and I only realised when I got to the airport. So I had to basically I said to the Uber driver, I was like, dude, I need to go back to Santa Monica now. He's like, okay. I said, look, I don't know how, because I've rarely used Uber. So I was like, listen, bruv, however we're going to do this, we'll do it. He's like, well, you can request another Uber, but it might not go to me. 
was like, what? He goes, yeah, it doesn't necessarily work that way. I was like, just just clock out of work. I'll pay you cash. He was like, I guess. He was like, it's $15 to go to Santa Monica. I was like, but you're going to bring me back, right? He's like, yeah, if you want, I guess. And at this point, he's really reluctant. He goes, bro, I'm going to give you $50 for the return trip. You hook me up. Right? you got to yeah. drive there quick, though. Yeah. Because I, I always allow like an extra hour in case any dramas happen. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, it's 20 minutes to Santa Monica. And I was like, if there's traffic, we're fucked. So he got us back to Santa Monica. Luckily, I knew the code to get back into the Airbnb because I had that side security uh, yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah. I go in. There's a cleaner there cleaning the, the house. I scare the crap out of her. It's fine. I go in, grab the passport, dash back, get in the car. He gets us back to the airport. I ended up giving him $60 because he got us there and back quick. I was like, do you know what? It's worth every penny. And it... The thing, I think I connected with the guy as well. because are cheap there as well. Yeah, they are cheap. But, but also, obviously, everyone's everyone's an actor in America. I was like, I was like, so is this your main gig, whatever? He's like, well, actually, I'm an actor, but my wife's just had a kid. So I was like, oh, okay, is he, he's a new dad and stuff. I was like, how old's your kid? Okay. He's like, five months. I was like, I've got a five-month-old at home. Da, da, da. So I was like, do you know what, man? We're brothers from the other side, man. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. I'll give you a little extra. He's like, oh, thank you so much. This will help me out. I was like, it's cool, man. It's cool. So, uh, so yeah, so that was all right. Yeah. Uh, I nearly crashed the, the Corvette on the way back. Oh, I didn't shit. tell you that. Because no. we had to get the car back by 12, right? Yeah. And some places, they're quite strict. Like, if you're 10 minutes over, yeah. they're like, that's another day. Yeah, yeah. So, we were at Santa Monica, and the, the maps thing said it was 20 minutes to get to the airport. And it was quarter to... So I was like, I need to shave five minutes off driving through town. So I put that bitch in track mode. And every set of traffic lights, I hammered it hard. <laughs> I was like, Nick, get your phone out, film this, get your phone out, film this. <laughs> and then uh, I got to these lights and there was a guy in a Porsche uh, McCann S. Yeah. And he'd been hammering it as well. I'd seen him ahead of us hammering it. And we basically, we, we're like drag racing each other. And this freaking lorry pulls out from my right. I had to slam the brakes on, swerve around it, and then throttle up and get around. I arrived with one minute to spare. They were fine. Shit. So yeah, man, that was that was a bit mad. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I would probably give LA an eight as well. Yeah. It was a cool experience. Yeah, and that's I'd, what I'll say. I'll say it's an experience. As an experience, it's not necessarily like you said. I don't need to repeat it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool experience. And then I get home to find that Theresa May has finally called it a day. Shit. Do you see the news? Did you see I the did. speech? I did. So I felt for her. I felt for her. Although, do you know like when they said, oh, she she like nearly cried at the end. Mm. Then when I watched it, I was like, oh, she's one of those. Like when she cries, she's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> she turned around quick there. She Is it because she knew as well? Yeah, yeah. She it's did. like, if she's one of them... She didn't want that to be the headline. The next, it, the pictures the next if day. she'd have gone and served the country that I loved. Yeah, yeah. Right? And just like let a little bit out. There'd be no drama. But yeah. she's like, and serve the country I loved. <laughs> I was like, oh, your husband gets it in the neck. <laughs> you need to control your shit. Especially on public TV. Yeah, but yeah. in all honesty, I do feel sorry for her. And do you know what? There's a lot of people who voted to remain mm. that feel like this is like a win for them. Yeah. We don't realise is, especially if you're a Labour supporter and you, you're, you're a Remainer, if you just look up like Jeremy, search Jeremy Corbyn remain, you'll find umpteen videos that are not of him saying remain, of him talking about how we need to leave the EU, saying that the EU wants us to give up our sovereignty, there are massive unelected officials, and da 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 He's a, rem he is not a remainer. He's a, he's a pro-leave guy. 
The reason why he hasn't been saying anything is because he knows the majority of the Labour voters that, that he feels that has got his back right now are people that want to remain. Because let's be honest, the country is divided. It's almost 50-50, yeah. which is fine. But yeah. So he's he's trying not to isolate anyone. Mm. None of the Leavers, none of the Remainers. So he's keeping it stump at the minute. I'm starting to think, though, that a lot of people who who want to leave are just doing this. I don't think a lot of them now have got proper reasons. I think a lot of people now are, we want our, we want our trophy that we don't, we don't really get a prize. We want, we want our metaphorical trophy. We, we earn it. Mm. Um, we want, so we want it, but there's not, I don't think anyone truly now believes half of the stuff that was said, um, by the, the, no one believes in him, man. Do you, okay, so my do you do you normally obviously it's a bit of a personal mm. question, Danny? Do you normally vote Labour or Conservative, or are you like a swing voter? I'm a swing voter. Okay. Majority of the time I have voted Labour, but on times I have voted Conservative. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So I'm a Conservative voter generally. Yeah. I will tell you this: a few years back, Chukar Muna announced that he was going to run for leader remember, of the Labour yeah. Party. I was like, all right, I'm voting Labour next time then. Yeah. And then he stepped out, like within a couple of days. Yeah. So that's screwed that one over then, because mm. I wasn't gonna vote for either of the Miller bands. Yeah. Which... I didn't mind. Do you know what? Um, who was the older one? Ed, who was in power, who who was the leader? My... David. David. I think if David was, if David. David should have got it. He, he should. I think Labour would he, potentially. He, yeah. They would have done much better. If, would, if they, David, they, he would, the, he the reason why David didn't is because the unions weren't on yeah, his side. Yeah, but that's yeah. fine. So he was, too, 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 he was basically David Blair, uh, David Blair, Tony Blair, Tony Blair 2.0. Yeah. So Labour don't have a viable candidate for for president for president for prime minister right now. Jeremy Corbyn is not a viable candidate for prime minister. Most of his own I cabinet don't like him. And here's what I was about to say next. Yeah. Neither because let's be honest. If you think that the puppet that is Jeremy, um, Jeremy bloody Boris Johnson. Mm. Is, is a viable candidate look at what he's actually done yeah he made he made a piss poor attempt for the brexit campaign yeah and then he was supposed to be the brexit secretary or whatever yeah. the, and he made a shambles of that the foreign secretary the foreign secretary yeah. he made a shambles of being mp for was it uxbridge or hayes he was yeah, supposed to be mp yeah. everyone hated him yeah. they're like he's useless he's not actually apparently he was a decent mayor no 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 so so, so did you were living in London when he was there? I was now. What he done and what he is good at mm. is self-publicized PR. Yeah. So he done. He made himself because he was bumbling. Like London is London's a, a, a powerful engine. Yeah. London's the heart and soul, the, the engine of the country. Mm. We don't really like what 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 do you need your job to be as? London mayor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't you really need have to, much to So do. he had things like Boris Bikes and he put his name to a lot of stuff. But actually, that was actually started um, by Ken Livingston, who mm. was Labour, um, yeah. who was a Labour member before. The, but it got them. finished under, under Boris. Boris and he attached his name to it, Boris Bikes. Or maybe a paper did and it stuck. Yeah. Um, or something, how these things normally happen. So there was always that kind of, there was Boris Island, there was, he done the, you know, the, the, the zip line thing and got, it was just bumbling Boris. So he almost seemed like this lovable character. To yeah, him. yeah. But what did he do? Like, there was that bridge that got scrapped. Yeah, under yeah. his thing, and that yeah. was like hundreds of millions or something. Yeah, it? yeah. It was a crazy amount of money that just got wasted. Yeah. So, so I he's definitely not a think in terms of in terms of 
PR um, for London. I think he he done a good job. In terms of like, because he had the whole London uh, Olympics thing was during his time and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of um, politics, but not particularly. But I think the politics of being London mayor is very different from being a normal MP. And I think that's where Sadiq Khan is failing. The, the politics of be, being a local MP, you're, you're dealing with like tr more traditional issues yeah being the mayor of london and and we still have our local mps but being the mayor of london i think you do need that kind of pr it's like what he done what what he done with the whole uber thing like if you've got a beef with uber like the ubers in london is so so popular if you've got a beef with uber let the people know bring it out um this is what i'm doing with uber i've told them they've got one more chance to fix these policies or do this if not they're going to be going everyone's gonna be like yeah uber fix up he waited until he was going to remove the license. Nothing had been said before. And everyone's like, what, what are you on about? What are you on about? And it's like, oh, well, Uber aren't doing this. And everything he done was retrospective. And he just, he, he's not a very good public face. He doesn't yeah. put himself in front of the problems before they happen. Yeah. You know, it's all sort of reactive. He acts like a normal MP, which you can't. Because we've had Boris and Boris changed, like, we're used to seeing someone very visual. Game. Yeah, he did. We're used to seeing someone visual and talking about a lot of stuff but he was he was all right even even the bridge that failed mm. it still made him appear to be um um than Sadiq Khan yeah to be honest every time I see anything to do with Sadiq Khan it's always like he's in trouble yeah he's just he's not a dick I don't to tell you I haven't followed him enough to see what he does to see how that, good the MP was that, it's just that, that's a testament as well because Boris attracted a lot of attention yeah whether it be good or bad, but I don't know if you remember there was a thing where he got he got like one of those regular committee meetings he has to have, and um, they were like, "Does anyone else have any further questions for the mayor?" And everyone was like, "No, no, no, no." For and he went, "Is that it? Is that all you've got for me, you pathetic bumbling fools? You come down and I was like, "Mate, he's going off on one," but he, Is it he that? just Boris Johnson did. <laughs> he went off like he was cussing him out. So like looking down on us from your ivory tower. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I was just like, mate, you need to chill out. But yeah, interestingly enough, a friend of mine went and worked on a project with him yeah. for a couple of weeks. And she was like, he doesn't talk like that. Do you know, I have heard that behind the scenes, he's supposed to be like... He's very articulate. Very articulate. He very, doesn't, very, he doesn't uh, stumble nothing. Yeah, very, he um, doesn't even stand the same way. Mm, Stands upright, clear, really. concise as a... It's it's all a bit of a show. Yeah, I've heard he's basically. I've heard, I've heard I've heard. That. I was like, oh, he is a sick son of a bitch. Yeah, I've heard that. Because that's an act he's been putting on for years. Yeah. You imagine yeah. that? He's like I the don't... sickest method actor ever. Because mm. most method actors do it for like the duration of a film. He's he's like taking this. He's like, this is my life now. I'm bumbling Boris, and I'm going to do this for as long as it takes to get me into power. Because you know, one thing I noticed, there's a bit messed up about kind of British people in general, mm. we're always cussing Ivy League educated MPs. Yeah. Like like it's something that they should be ashamed of. Mm. Why would you be ashamed of having a better education than everyone else? Surely, if it's your job to run the country, you want to be better educated than everyone else. I don't want Tony from down the pub running for my local MP. Yeah, true, true. Just don't want it. True. You know, if I think, I think, um, I think, 
I get what you're saying in terms of educated, but I think it's in terms of as well that sort of uh, bubble. Essentially, you have got the same people from the same bubble all the time, and actually they don't know what's going on down the pub. Yeah, they're like, oh, you you don't represent the people. Yeah, da, da, da. and that's that's one of the reasons why Tony was alright because he represented like those kind of people you have drink yeah. down the pub with, whatever. I think I think it'll be interesting if Boris does get into power because um, Boris is is um, he's. And this is one of the things I don't like about him. He's one of them, hell Britannia, like Britannia all the waves, um, old school colonialist type. Yeah. You know that's that's his that's his uh his education. He's written books about it, like these old great you know the Winston Churchills and the old great and things like that. And um, I think he's smart enough to know he couldn't get very far. Yeah. on that but he would still lean things that way a bit more and I think the whole he's he's very much Tory through and through um, whereas David Cameron who I did like was a lot more sort of middle ground um, I was cool with Cameron yeah and then and then I lost every bit of respect I ever had for him when he resigned yeah I was like yeah. you, you can't call yeah. for a bloody vote and mm. then not be happy about the turnout of the vote and then he's like oh that's it I quit now yeah I it's like a, yeah. there was a there's a comedian that cussed out Ronda Rousey. They were like, oh, Ronda Rousey would be known as one of the greatest female athletes of all time. Da, 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 da. She brought this to the table. And then he goes, what she'll be remembered for is playing a game until she won. And then when she lost, she picked up her ball and took it home and cried. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Got a point. Got a point. So, yeah. But, obviously, psh, I, don't, I don't know who's going to replace Theresa May, man. Whoever it is, they're going to be another arsehole dealing with more arseholes. Yeah. Because the I think the problem we got at the minute is that obviously it it was a close vote, but certain people's consi- constituencies went leaves, certain people's constituencies mm-hmm. went remain. But no one's doing that. All of our MPs are going in their their own interests. This is it. And they've they no one's willing to compromise. And she even said it in her speech: the only way we're going to move forward is if someone's willing to compromise. No one's willing to compromise. So you ain't yeah. going to go forward. Yeah. It's. I think I would like Sajid Javid to. Uh, Maybe. I don't know if it will happen. It would be nice, but... Mm, I quite like him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But outside of that, I mean, what's, is there anything major that you've seen going on recently that you're like, hmm, interesting shit? Do you know what? I've been so busy. I ain't, even, I ain't even really been keeping up with much current affairs lately. Yeah, I can't lie. Huh. Um, How about this one then? You know about what's going on with Huawei? Yeah, Huawei. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how about that for your ass? Tell me. Yeah, so the, so the, so the Japanese, or oh, Japanese, the Chinese um, mobile phone manufacturer, um, Huawei, and also, well, they're not just mobile phone manufacturers. They um, create lots of the technology that goes into the mask, particularly the 5G stuff. So they've been one of the leaders in 5G development and just creating the, the technology and the stuff needed to go into like our um, masks and all that sort of stuff. And is it Donald Trump and the US have decided that they are um, basically spies for the Chinese government. This comes back to one of the founders, I believe, of that um, company used to work for the government and still obviously not not very long ago and um, still has quite close ties. yeah, it's got all a bit messy. It's all got a bit messy. It's uh, I think at, at, at one point they held or requested for Canada to hold two 
Huawei executives. Right. It looks well. like you might have missed this week's news then, bruv. Oh, what happened this week? Google have said they're not going to do any more updates for Huawei phones. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I did hear that. They said if, you've, that. if you've got like an old handset, yeah. they'll do it. But on the newer handsets, nah, take a hike. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, um, that's to do with Donald Trump basically creating a state of emergency, didn't he, with regards to cybersecurity nice. and saying that they're... Um, Basically, yeah. So any any organisation that does certain types of training with them uh, will be penalised. Which is kind of mad. Do you feel like it's uh, a kind of justifiable step to take? I think it's a lot to do with the China. Um, the China. They're just kind of trying to limit China's power. Yeah, the whole you know the whole China America trade war thing that's going on. I think it's just another angle they can take with that. That's the second biggest mobile phone company in the world um, in terms of handsets sold. Um, and they've just taken a massive. They use Android, um, and they've just they've just put a massive dent in their armor, basically. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it I, in in some ways, I think it was that's probably one of the smarter moves. I think Donald Trump's done. To tell the truth, but this whole trade war. Do you hear? Even um, it meant HBO couldn't stream Game of Thrones finale to China, no. <laughs> and that's kicking off as well. It's getting really silly. It's that's, getting really silly. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. You're right, that's it. You can't even have Game of Thrones, yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> They're like, oh, come on, guys. Give me something. Yeah, yeah that's so. that's a bit mad. That is a bit mad. Um, I just saw something in the news that apparently Logan Paul uh, withdrew from a slap contest in Russia and then he randomly knocked a guy out with a slap to the face. Just, just like, casual, whatever, oh, which wow. is a bit weird. But there was something else I was actually looking for in the news. Oh, I do want to say, actually. Um, Go on. Rest in peace to Nicky Lauder. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a big F1 fan. My, my only thing about that, right, my man was 70. Yeah. He lived probably one of the best lives you could live. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's tragic. Did it? He was 70, bruv. He nearly yeah. died in a car accident. Yeah. Like, when he was a lot younger. Yeah, yeah. He had a bloody good innings. He was still yeah. working in 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 Formula One, traveling the world for yeah. in into his seven, like up to seventy. Yeah, yeah. I would take that. Seventy play, is not an play. early exit. I mean, it's not a lot of times, you know. I do believe you, you celebrate the life someone had rather than yeah. I, I, come and, on, bruv. At, at seven, I don't. I don't even think I have more than two members of my family that lived up to seventy. So when you're going, oh yeah, you only you only made it to seventy. I'm like, dude, you need to fuck up. Seventy is a long yeah. time. I think as well, it's 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 a, like you. He was quite prominent. You always used to see him um, on things, smiling and stuff. And then, I think obviously for the, for the people who are closer to to him, um, I mean, obviously you know losing someone's always sad. Um, of course. But yeah, as an F one fan, I just wanted to to say that. Yeah, no man, that's he's he's legit. Do you know what? One thing I was going to just mention, a bit of a random one though. So obviously, a couple of weeks back, I had that issue with the I bought those Vapor Maxes. Oh yeah. So I found uncomfortable. Whatever. I bought some uh, Air Max two seventies. Since I since I bought them, mm. I cannot get off Nike's website. I keep looking at trainers, bruv. <laughs> All day I'm like, mm. I seen these uh, Chrome Gold uh, Air Max ninety fives that I've been out okay. of stock. They've been out of stock for time, and they keep because uh, obviously. So, one thing that be, that actually became more apparent since I started using Android phones is how much of your data they are skanking for advertising. Because when I had my Apple phone, every now and again, I'd be like, oh, they selling my data. 
because I'd, I'd look up something and then a couple of days later I would see an advert for that thing that I was looking right, up. Right, yeah. I would literally, like, I went on, I looked at these um, Nikes and I opened Instagram to an advert for the same Nikes. Oh, wow. Like, instantly, like that. Yeah, yeah. They weren't there and then they're there. I'm like, oh, you guys are efficient with this. You guys are professional. You know what you're doing. You're trying to set... But the stupid thing about it is they're out of stock. They're sold yeah, out. So that's, yeah, yeah. Why, are you, why are you paying yeah, to yeah. advertise something yeah, I can't buy? Stock, yeah. And if I'm going to go and buy it, I'm going to go buy it off one of those like trainer exchange yeah. sites or something. like. I'm, I'm going to go Android. I've had my phone. I'm going to see if I can. Um, my network provider will change my phone. But my battery is just shit. Like, I go from 100% to... 20% in like a few hours, two, three hours. Yeah, I did, uh, I just bought an uh, iPhone XR Okay. for the baby mama. How's she liking it? <sighs> to be honest, she, she, again, I think we had this conversation before, like the what they're doing with mobile phones now, there's nothing that impressive, nothing really changes. Mm, yeah. So she was like, oh, no home button. Oh, well. Yeah. Just got to get used to that. Yeah. That was it. She was like, oh, it just takes a little bit of getting used to it. And that's it, I'm good. Okay. But yeah. I did uh, the other thing. I was, oh, the thing I wanted to talk about. Actually, I keep forgetting it. Mm. So UFC. Yeah. Now the UFC is like the the premier bloody martial arts outlet. They've got another thing in Asia called One FC that actually is bigger in terms of viewership. Okay. But what they've been doing is they've been getting some of the like UFC stars to sign up with them when their contract runs out and take them over to Asia. So they had uh, Mighty Mouse. Demetrius Johnson, yeah, who was like one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Yeah, then they took uh, Eddie Alvarez, who was the guy that basically most people know him because Connor beat him up yeah. when Connor went to one fifty five. And then they just took this kid called Sage Northcutt, who's like an up and comer. He's only twenty two. He's got a bit of a mixed record, but he's got potential. So Eddie got knocked out clean by a savage like just Eddie's coming towards the end of his fighting career anyway so yeah. fine whatever Demetrius Johnson got tagged I think in the first round mm. against a very high level striker but then managed to use grappling and submissions to win the fight cool and then I saw this one with Sage Northcutt fighting this guy called uh, Cosmo Alexander now Sage Northcutt is like a multiple time karate world champion yeah. Cosmo is a multiple time Muay Thai world champion and it was like uh, they were fighting. I think it was MMA rules, but they were in a they were in a, a traditional ring rather than being in a cage. Yeah. Seventeen seconds into the fight, Cosmo lands an overhand right, knocks Sage Northcutt clean out. And the next thing you see is on his Instagram. There's a picture of him sitting in a hospital bed. He had I think it was seventeen fractures around his orbital bone. Okay. It was it it was atrocious to say the least like uh let me just i don't know if he's still got it up he actually took it down off his instagram unsurprisingly but yeah he's put it this way that fight happened like at least like 10 days ago he's still in hospital now wow yeah he's messed up i think it was 17 or 19 fractures around his orbital bone it was twisted so yeah and I, i was just like huh it seems like this one FC people, they're just getting all of the um, all of the UFC guys to go out there so they can beat the shit out of them and just show them, show the world, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you got UFC, huh? They ain't shit. Yeah. Our boys are knocking you guys out. Um, 
talk, keeping on the subject of fighting, um, what's the tower we're getting on for time? We're right. we're nearly there though. Um, Taekwondo World Championships. That's some dead shit. Do you know? What? Actually, I want to get. Uh, I, think, I didn't end up going up, but I think little shout out to Jade Jones again. She's done well. Yeah, well, she uh, she finally won a world championship yeah. title. Uh, Bianca walked in contr- controversy. Let me just check time as well. Um, so yeah, Bianca walked in basically won when she shouldn't have. Unfortunately, now here's the thing. I actually know her coach, um, the guy who was coaching her, and I messaged him saying, "Look, do you know what? A win's a win." You do what you have to do. Yeah. The rules are there. You play to him, whatever. And and that was after I just watched the fight. Yeah. After I watched a review of it, mm. I saw actually there was a lot of bias judging and unfair scoring. Oh. But you can't... The thing is, there's a lot of hate going towards Bianca for it. Yeah. It's not her fault. Yeah. It's the referee's fault. It's the corner judge's fault. Yeah. She scored a punch that hit the girl's hand. Why? You shouldn't score a punch if it hits the girl's hand. Yeah. You know, it should push the girl out of the ring. The, the rules actually say... You can't push your opponent out the ring. They say you can push your opponent while attacking, and if they fall over, they should get a deduction. They should get a penalty. Mm. But if you push them out of the ring, you should get the penalty. Why? Okay. This was not what was happening. Bianca was pushing her opponent out the ring, and then her opponent was getting a penalty. Oh wow! Now I might, I might, let's say, just for argument's mm. sake, for any Taekwondo people that are listening, because I know a couple of them do. If I'm, if I'm, like remembering the rule set wrong which yeah. i could be it's late i've been up for 20 something hours if you look on taekwondo news they've got a breakdown of it where they show that at least i think three or four of the the judging calls were were un, uncalled for or, or wrong That's so yeah well. that was a bit but also uh but to be fair sod it we got a gold take it however you get yeah. it and yeah. as i said before i, I post it on facebook in that moment when you're fighting, you do whatever the hell you can to win. Yeah. If you knew you could bite the person, get away with it, and, and then beat the person, you'd do it. If that was what was going to switch the fight. Mm. Now, obviously, it didn't work out well for Mike Tyson, but it's not <laughs> It didn't work out. Who was a f- uh, Suarez? It didn't work out well oh, for him yeah, neither. Suarez, yeah. But, uh, but there, also, we got our first ever male non-para world champion, a young lad by the name of Bradley Sinden. Oh, Sim- wow. A similar thing, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of pushing. And I think the only positive thing about it is that it should lead to a rule change where they yeah. at least get rid of the pushing. What 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 weight is he? I think Bradley Sinden's like minus fifty eight okay. or sixty. How did Latalo do this time? He didn't fight. Pulled oh, he didn't out. fight. Oh, okay. Pulled out. Injury or uh, just prepped something else? So yeah, like he had an injury before that he was recovering from. Right. And um, and then he was like. He, he basically withdrew at the last minute. He was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm saving myself. I want to make sure I can compete at the Olympics next year. That's more important to me. So I'm going to do that. And then we got another guy, Muhammad Cho. He lost on sudden death. I think it was like in the quarterfinals or okay. something. Um, and then the the only other one was Aaron Cook. Yeah. Who is, obviously for Taekwondo people, you'll know who he is. If you're not a Taekwondo person, you're listening. London 2012, this guy actually got in national news because he sued the uh, GB Olympic team because despite the fact that he was ranked number one in the world and had decisively handily beat pretty much everyone in the top 20 that year, mm. he didn't get selected for the, for the Olympic team. Uh, so he took him to court to try and get overturned, but GB team won the court case and he ended up not fighting it in London 2012, which was his best chance at winning a gold medal. Um, he lost, I think it was in his second or third fight, and as a massive point points gap difference as well 
Um, and that was actually the last time he'll ever fight in Britain. So that was kind of emotional because oh, wow. he's he's going to quit after the next Olympics. Okay. So the next Olympics is his last attempt at getting a gold medal. Unfortunately, unless there's a massive rule change in Taekwondo, he's not going to get it. But here's, and here's, here's the thing, right? I'm a Taekwondo guy. I teach Taekwondo for a living. And I look on Taekwondo, like Facebook pages on Newsfeed and Instagram. Right. No one likes the rules that are in current Taekwondo. Right. None of the practitioners like it. None of the students really are that. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're a student, you're like the rules. The rules, I just stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. But the instructors are like, this is dead ass. Like, it's just, nah. Nah. It shouldn't be this way. And the reason why is because it's encouraging, for example, if, obviously, I'm, I'm going to word this for, for people who don't know Taekwondo. If you imagine when boxers clinch, they put, they're basically like kind of hugging each other for yeah. a second. In Taekwondo, if you have the dexterity to do it, you can flick your foot up behind your opponent's back and touch their head guard with your foot. There's no way ever you would knock out an opponent doing that kick. It's just not physically possible. Yeah, You're barely touching their head. Yeah. But you get three points for it. The guy that Aaron lost to did that, I think it was five times and scored. So it's almost encouraging to get that close contact hug in, to get that little... Yeah, but also just, just to touch the head. Yeah. People don't watch combat sports to see who's going to score the most points. Yeah. They they watch it for violence. Yeah. Whether or not, don't get me wrong, like people watch different different types of combat sports for different reasons. Not everyone wants to see people get knocked out all the time. You want to sure. see technical skill. Yeah. But if you want to encourage it, it needs to be from a combat perspective. And they've slowly introduced these rules that are not effective martial arts techniques. So... Yeah. As a martial artist or as a, as even if you're like, if, if you're a boxer, you're watching it, you're like, what the hell are they doing? And the weird thing was, I was in the gym and I was watching, I think it was uh, Mahama Cho's fight or something. It was playing on one of the TVs. And you can, I, I saw these two guys watching the, the fighters, the, the, the fight. They, in Taekwondo, it's now called the match. Like you, you don't call it a fight. You don't call the guys fighters, you call them players. Right. And you call it a match. They're, they're like sucking all of the actual... Yeah. fight aspect out of it even from the language that they use yeah. two average guys watching it they watch it for about 10 seconds they turn around and they're like the fuck is that and I'm like that's that's a martial art that I grew up doing and we used to beat the crap out of each other yeah. and now yeah. when I when I explain it to people I go mm, they're the top 1% in the in the whole world of taekwondo practitioners they've fought each other 2 or 3 times already this year they're very tentative right. and they go oh yeah. okay it's yeah. great for us, isn't it? As spectators, yeah. don't want to watch that. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And unless there's a drastic rule change, Taekwondo is probably going to be out of, in the next 10 years, you won't see it in the Olympics anymore. It's unlikely. Okay. I think they'll end up bringing like jiu-jitsu or something into the Olympics. Because yeah. it, again, it's very technical. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to see, but it's kind of intriguing as well. So yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit of a sad one. But to be fair, I think it'd be cool to get... Uh, Obviously, Mark Stewart, get your uncle on to come. Yeah, yeah. He was actually there coaching. He, he was, was coaching he was. a guy from Malawi. Yeah, which is was. cool. I'm like, mate, I like, I love Africa. Yeah, he's got Africa bear. I'm, I'm hoping I get asked by one of those African nations to come do some yes. coaching. I'll go out there and coach. I'll be like, listen, I'll come and do some some <laughs> training camps for you. Yeah, I might, I might, um, I might uh, see if we can get him on next episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, have a chat about that in more depth. 
That'd be cool. Yeah. And some, I, I did mention it to him before about doing that, and maybe even some conspiracy things because he's always Ooh, on this. Kind of I, I know, I know, I know. But you know yeah. that stuff. That yeah. stuff's fire. So yeah, but yeah. Um, I think that's about it, man. Yeah, that's, about that's it. it. In in uh, as usual. Oh, uh, dude! I'll let you go. Throwbacks, first, throwbacks. So my throwback track is the DJ Khaled just released his new album to mix reviews. I've gone back to one of my old, his one of his older albums, um, with a track called "Round Paper Bags," featuring Young Jeezy, Jules Santana, Lil Wayne, and Fat Joe. And Fat Joe spits a hard verse. He goes last, and he spits a hard verse on that track. I will upload that to the No Grey Areas um, playlist on Spotify. And my throwback film. Um, I actually saw this. It was actually on recently. Um, I just I just sat there and watched it on TV. Um, Twelve Monkeys. Bruce Willis. That was a sick film. Yeah, man. yeah. I remember back in the day when it came out. It took me a little while to 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 watch it. It must be my second or third attempt, and I watched it all the way through. And it's freaking wicked. Dude, that is a yeah. highly underrated movie. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Did you ever watch a TV series of it? Nah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't know what it was. It could have been good. I don't know, but I just thought. That film, sick. Do you know what it's funny? They got that new, I think on uh, Amazon. They got Hannah, yeah, which yeah. which is my throwback movie. Okay, by the way, um, but yeah, and they made a TV series out of yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, I tried to watch it for about ten seconds. Went, nah, I'm like, yeah. I think it's because you like I liked that film when it came out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's a little savage. And then you're kind of expecting the same girl. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, it's not. It's been years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's that that sod it. But yeah, and uh, my song is uh, Here I Come. You boys get ready. Here I come. Here I come. It's uh, The Roots, okay. uh, Dice Raw, Malik Beat. I'll play it. I'll play it if it plays. So yeah, that was it. I like The Roots. Yeah, man. It was, it was a good track. So yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's us. Obviously... If you're listening, you're blessed. You're beautiful people. Denny looks like he's looking at something like he's gonna drop a little nah, drop nah, a little nah. thing. I'm just adding stuff to the playlist right oh, now. Okay, no. Denny's being highly efficient. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's us man. That's me. I'm Denny. I'm Lewis. We out. We out. Peace. Peace.